Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. How would you like to neurohack your success and build an epic life? I've got a special guest on today's call that's going to help us do just that. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, Perry Tinsley here, health and fitness coach, and welcome to the Power Blast Podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose, and I've got a special guest on here today, uh, Dr. Shannon Irvin. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, high achievement mentor, the host of a podcast called Epic Success Podcast. She's got a PhD in neuropsychology, we're going to find out what that's about, and she's a ph philanthropist, so her mission is to help entrepreneurs go for their God-given dreams by giving them step-by-step -step blueprints to go from dream to launch in a way that honors what they value most. I can't wait for her for her to share this stuff with us today. Um, Dr. Shannon, she helps her clients neurohack their success and build an epic life and business that they love by harnessing the power of the brain to hardwire productivity, goal attainment, and high-performance mindset mastery. This is exciting stuff. Uh, through her courses, programs, and Epic Success Podcast, her clients learn the power of neuroachievement, her process for shifting how to think, act, and grow so they can achieve anything they desire. They learn how to hardwire what they want and delete anything that's holding them back. And I'm really, really pumped for what she's going to share with us today. I might recommend you getting out a notebook just to jot down some ideas and thoughts or get ready to maybe listen to this podcast episode a few times because it's got some great nuggets. Let's get right to it. So, hey, everyone. As I said in this show, I've got a special guest on here, Dr. Shannon Irvin, um, who is the podcast. She has a podcast out there on uh, iTunes called Epic Success with Dr. Shannon Irvin, right? <laughs> and so welcome to the, the Power Blast podcast, Shannon. How are you? I'm really uh, thrilled to be here. It's been a long time coming, so I feel really honored to be with your tribe for sure. Oh, that's great. I, I, yeah, I, you, you've got a lot of exciting things. I, I've listened probably not to every episode, but uh, I've gotten great value from, from your show. And uh, for you listeners out there, if you're watching a podcast, go out to iTunes. I'm sure it's out on Stitcher or Google Play or whatever and just look up epic success, um, some great just life tips, brain tips. And uh, so Dr. Shannon, I, I got to ask, um, you have, you are like a brain expert, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what is it that, uh, what is a, um, neuro neuropsychologist? What, what is that? What do you, what do you do with that? Yeah, so uh, a lot of research, but really it's just the study of the brain and the, the way that I, the direction I took that was really what makes some people successful in their endeavors and their habits and things that they do and what makes people unsuccessful and studying the brain in, in that reference. So that's the direction I took it. Uh, we've learned so much about how we can change the way we think, we can create new habits, we can actually create the life that we want for ourselves through this fun thing called neuroplasticity. Uh, it, it's really always intrigued me how certain individuals seem to just, you know, keep the, their word and keep their habits and always becoming better, better, better. And then there were some people, me included at that time, that, 
you know, just had to strive to make stuff happen. And that drove me nuts. And honestly, that's why I ended up going into that avenue is just learning more about what's going on in the brain, why the brain works the way it works, and how we can, what I call neural hack, our way to success in the important areas in our life. Is that what keeps us stuck and keeps us in a plateau and keeps us, um, I mean, I know just, just for me sometimes, um, somebody will recommend you know, going down or to pursue something and it's an exciting, really cool idea and I'll literally freeze and mm-hmm. block myself from doing it because I'm thinking of all these what ifs and stuff. Does that tie into stuff like that with, with the brain? Absolutely, because our brains... Uh, are not really there to create the futures that we want. Our brains are there, in, the way they're wired is to keep us, keep things safe and familiar. And so um, when we start a new venture or something sounds exciting, the initial what ifs come because that's your brain trying to say like, simmer down now, you know, <laughs> you know, I want to keep you safe here. Like that seems like a risk. I'm not sure we're going to be doing this. And that combined with our what we call limiting beliefs or program stories that are governing our life uh, that we have told ourselves over and over again in words and pictures. Like I can't, I'm not somebody who take risk, takes risks or I, I, I'm not sure I can do that. I'm not sure I'm enough. Those statements that we're saying probably not out loud to anybody. We'll probably have the smile on and we're, you know, putting ourselves out there. But when we're up against resistance or we're up against something hard, these are the things that we're telling ourselves we're not enough of or we don't have what it takes. And when we do that, we're actually programming. We're not aware of it, but we're programming our mind. We're programming our subconscious. Our subconscious job is to listen to your conscious mind. And so since your conscious mind is saying, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, your subconscious brain goes, okay, I got it. It sees that as a true belief. And then automates that and makes it the only thing, the only like pattern that you run. And the interesting thing is we know now from all the research that 80 to 90% of your daily actions and decisions, and we're talking about habits, right? Our daily actions and decisions come from that part of our brain. So if we've programmed over and over again, I'm not enough, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, 80 to to 90% of our daily actions and decisions and thoughts are going to align with that belief unless you unless you interrupt that pattern yeah wow yeah that's crazy right I, Mind I, blowing, no pun intended it is and i, I think I, I think we can all make a shift and i can appreciate that sort of thing but um you know I, a lot of times the people i coach it, it within the health and fitness realm mm-hmm. a lot of people stop themselves before even getting started yes. um and talk themselves out of things even though at the moment, it was really, really cool. Right. And I'm going to do this. And then literally to be like, hey, you ready to go? And, and won't hear anything more yeah. about that person until like they saw an infomercial or they saw some sort of advertisement or the jeans didn't fit or whatever it is. Um, so would you be open to sharing like some of those hacks that people can do and actually apply to moved more toward uh, having an epic successful life yeah and this really applies to any goal or any habit that you're wanting that you don't see evidence of in your life so right now you can kind of look around in your life you know whether it's your weight or your happiness or your business success and the evidence you have around you is the evidence of that program story you have in the subconscious so if you're not exactly where you want to be if you you know aren't 
at that place, then there are some stories that you have programmed in that are, that are automated. So the very first step, uh, and I call this my mind matrix process, but the very first step is truly becoming aware of what you're telling yourself. And that sounds so simple that a lot of people dismiss it. But here's the thing. Right now, if you're not doing this work, if you're not on any path toward a better life for yourself, <clears throat> and you think it doesn't have anything to do with your thoughts, then you're on autopilot. And if you're on autopilot, you're going to get more of your current circumstance because your brain is going to want to bring you back to safe and familiar. So the very first step is really understanding you are the creator of your thoughts. So like, if you think through this process, you, you have something going on around you. You have a thought about that. That thought creates a feeling. That, that thought and feeling combine together to create your actions, which ultimately become your beliefs that get programmed. So if you're thinking to yourself, like the person who was interested and then they pull back they're you know, initially they're like, I want that. But then their brain kicks in and says, you know, you, you, you've told me over and over again, you don't have what it takes and you, you, you always fail at these things. And, and, and so then that when it comes, the action comes and you, you can contact them again. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to respond. Cause you know what? I, 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 this, this doesn't feel safe because I've told myself it's not familiar. So the first thing is just, truly recognizing that statement that you're telling yourself and it comes in different forms. It looks different for every individual, but it really boils down to where are you telling yourself? I'm not enough blank. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. Or where are you telling yourself? It just won't work for me in this area. Or maybe even, um, I don't know if I have what it takes for fill in the blank, right? So be really aware. And I always tell my clients and my students, like lean, lean it, like make stress and resistance your best friend. It's like your best ally because when things are going fine and you're just humming along, you're not, you know, saying anything negative to yourself. You're just kind of moving along. You're just like, okay, I'm going through life. But as soon as you're up against a decision or up against a stress, or up against resistance, that's when those, those things that were programmed with kind of come, bubble up to the surface where you can hear it. That step one is so important because you got to get it from out between your two ears and on a piece of paper where you, in your conscious thinking adult mind, can do something with it. And that's what I see so many people, like they try to do mindfulness or they try to do affirmations or meditation, but they're staying up in here and so it might come up for a moment, but then it goes right back down to where you can't access it again. Okay. You can't outperform your subconscious. You just so you're writing something yourself. down, huh? <laughs> so you write it down. So you would write down, I'm not in the circumstance you described. You know, I, I don't, I'm, I always fail at new health regimens. It's just not worth it. I'm going to fail. So that's usually the meta, you know, cognition for a lot of people who have gone up and down in weight or up and down in health and fitness because they want it, but they've programmed themselves to believe something totally opposite of that desire. And so once you see it on paper, then the next step is recognizing it, like reading it out loud to yourself, because a lot of times we come up with this thought not as an adult, we come up with it as a child or a young adult, that in some way it protected us in our minds, in our youthful or childlike minds, somehow thinking that I don't have what it takes to do a program like this 
happened maybe as a freshman in high school or even younger than that. And somehow it made you safe, maybe didn't help you get what you wanted, but it made you safe. So that safety is a very important thing for the brain. So it automated it. But as an adult, it's keeping you from the very thing you want. So the very act of reading it out loud allows your adult mind to look at it and go, oh, now you'll read it and one or two things are going to (laughs) happen. Either you read it and go, well, that's a bunch of bleep, you know, that's not true. And you start arguing like, that is not right. That's great. Um, You're going to start writing all those truths down because now you're building a case to build the neural networks that you need to program it with what you want versus what's automatic. But what usually happens, especially in habit-driven things like this, is usually we read it and we go, well, that's not really true, but we internally still kind of believe it. Like we kind of, we say that doesn't sound right, but we're reading it and internally that feeling we have is like, yeah, that's kind of true. And so there's a, there's a, a method where you can take it outside of yourself. Imagine, I don't know, Perry, who, who's like the, well, you don't have to pick one person, but pick one person that is like the most important person in the world to you. Oh, my wife, Hillary. Yeah, I, I thought so, but I didn't want to like say it for sure. Love you, Hillary. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So imagine whatever it is that you've written down, now you wouldn't do this, but you would close the door, go in the bathroom or do something like that. And out loud, again, we're pulling it out of the subconscious out loud. You say, Hillary, I don't think you have what it takes to be able to do this. Now all of a sudden game on because you would never say that to her. She can do anything she puts her mind to, right? Like, so the truth really does come out and it's just because we're harder on ourselves than we are on the people that we love typically. And so when we can't really see through the truth initially for ourselves, we can, when we imagine and say out loud to that other person, but not truly do it, but say it, uh, that that's what it is. Then all of a sudden you have tons of evidence that that's not true. So that is that second step of really like recognizing it. I love it. Yeah. Right. And then this, the steps from there is really taking like all those truths that you've written down. That's you've put it on trial. You've refuted that lie, right? That was programmed. So now you've refuted it, which is the third step. And then you just take all those beautiful truths that you've written down and just like daily exercise and its benefits, this is like daily exercise for your brain. If you want to build a neural network where the thing that you want actually comes easy for you then every single day you're going to be telling yourself those specific truths you wrote down every day, just like the habit of working out. So with the specific truths, um, the truths that are not really true or changing those truths to rewriting them to what they should be. So what they should be. So when you go through that process of reading, I call it a lie. It's a limiting belief. It's not true. So that lie that you've read out loud, you'll like, you'll have that initial reaction. Like that's not true. So all the things that's not true about it, you're going to write down. Like I do have what it takes. I've done it in this situation, you know, all the truths that you can come up with. And then as you imagine to put it on Hillary, you then write down the additional truths that come up because those are probably closer to the real truth because again, we're harder on ourselves. And then you combine those two and those words become your, I, I don't call it affirmation. It's a totally different level. It's a brain priming where you're really building a neural network with 
those thoughts that are going to get the thing you want to actually come to pass without all those limiting beliefs stopping you dead in your tracks. Wow. That's some heavy duty stuff. Fun though. It's fun. If you think about it, like we strive so hard to build a healthy body, right? We, we try to, we try to diet, right? And it's work and it feels heavy and it feels hard. But what if I can tell you that there's a part of your brain that right now is only allowing in, it's called the reticular activating system. It only allows in what's aligned and what is programmed in your subconscious. So that's why you want this thing, but it's not happening. So how exciting is it to think I can prime my brain every day for the thing that I want and the truth. And that actually allows your brain to start bringing it to you. Not instead of you having to like, yes, you still have to go to, to the gym or still work out and be, do P90X or whatever, but you know, it, it just makes it more easy, more effortless because it's aligned and your whole brain is actually working for bringing it to you and having it come to pass for you. But it gets oh, pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you're giving yourself permission then, <laughs> you know, yeah. instead, of, instead of the, uh, it's like, oh yeah. Okay. Now I've got, now I've, you know, my, my roadblock is removed. Yes. Enter. Yes. Go. Yeah. And it's like, I say this a lot, especially with my entrepreneur clients, you know, we we're always like going, 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 we want to, we want something, right? So you've got the foot on the gas, but at the same time, you've got these limiting thoughts and it's like having your foot on the brake at the same time. And you've got your foot on the gas and the foot on the brake and wondering why am I spinning in circles? Why is it not going anywhere? And it is, it sounds simplistic, this, but it's a practice, right? But it's just, as soon as you take your foot off the gas, you start to pull out those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Then you just, it's just easy. You know, you can pretty much go in one direction. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you seeing? I I know you work with entrepreneurs. A lot of people um, are their own independent business owners and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, You know, how do you, how do you see this fitting into that? Because I know a lot of, a lot of times people have, you know, active income, but they want like an, uh, an additional one or two income streams. It's it, some, yeah. a lot of times it's part-time stuff, yeah. but there, there tends to be the roadblock of not enough time or roadblocks of, Oh, but I've got the family stuff or, you know, and so they get started and then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's super vital because the reality is I don't have time and I have too many obligations as a story you're telling yourself. It's not true. Um, you know, Steve Jobs had the same amount of time as I do. And, you know, Tony Robbins has the same amount of time as I do. So, and, and he has a family and he has children. So it is a story that we've told ourselves to protect ourselves as well. And so for entrepreneurs or for people who are trying to get some kind of side gig, or maybe you're helping people as a coach and you're, and you're trying to do those things and you're getting tripped up reality is we all have these stories. So if you've been on autopilot, and you haven't questioned the way you thought about anything, then I'm going to kind of like be a rude awakening in the fact that you do have stories. You have stories about success. You have stories about failure and what it means about you as a human being. You have stories about money and what money means. And if it's easy to make, or if it grows on trees, or if it's hard to make, or my story about money was I can make money, but I have to work really hard. Like, and I have to sacrifice a ton and it's, I can make enough. So that was the story that I had to rewrite years and years ago that that that, that was the case because that's not true. In fact, I have tons of evidence that it's 
be easy to make money. But if I believe that it's hard to work, you know, I have to work hard, then I will block money coming to me easily. I will block relationships that would create a, a growth in my business. Same thing with success. Some people actually, I have them kind of think about this. Like if I was successful, what would that mean about me? There's a story there. Or if I fail, that means I fill in the blank. There's your story. And you got to ask yourself, does that story align with what I want? Or is that the story that's holding me back? And nine times out of 10, it's the story that's holding you back. And the beautiful thing that I love about neurohacking is it's not like this kind of out there thing that you can't figure out. No, it's literally a step-by-step process that you can go through to allow yourself to have the things that you want. Now, only 3% of the people in the world actually do that. And everybody's always looking for, well, what's the system? Like, what's the thing outside of myself that's going to fix me? And I hate to tell you this, but it, every successful person that I've ever worked with, I've worked with top high-end athletes, I've worked with eight-figure business owners, all of them, the three, that 3% that you're, everybody kind of looks up to, they will all say the thing that made the difference is they finally learned how to tap into the stories and truly believe. And it was, it was the internal work of showing up for the best version of themselves that made the shift. And so, and it's not elusive. It's not like they understand the method and you don't, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty simple the way our brains are wired, pretty magical, I think. And you have full access to becoming truly the best version of yourself. If you want to step into that work. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Right? To, I'm almost wanted to say, okay, I got to, I got to hit stop record button and 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 jump over and get on. <laughs> it's really awesome. I can't wait to just share this. Um, so we're at the beginning of the the year. A lot of people are goal setting and yeah. and things like that. Um, any any tips or insights on what we can do to maximize, you know, either the goal setting or or planning our day or anything like that? I know that you're you're an expert in that field, and yeah. I'd love to hear. Oh, I, I love this question because I, people set goals just not the way that aligns with your brain. Again, brain keeps you safe and familiar. And then we go and create these. Now I do create big monster goals and I do all that. You allow yourself to dream. I'm a big visionary, but to do it as a, in a way that your brain aligns two things, you have to kind of start big and, and imagine where would, where do I want to be? Whatever the time frame is comfortably for you, five years, 10 years, like picturing it as big as possible, right? Where do I want to be? And then what steps do I need to take, like reverse engineering it? Like, okay, so to get there, I need to have this happen. And you kind of reverse engineer it. And I have my students actually go through this process where they develop a value aligned goal. We call it an epic audacious goal. The big mistake number one people make is they create a goal. They like pick a goal out of the sky and they do not look at how that's going to touch the other areas of their life. And the, the reality is you'll hear this from massively successful people that grow amazing businesses, but their marriages fall apart or their health falls apart or they become addicts, you know, all those things. Because the reality is if you're not setting goals in alignment with the life that you want, and that's why we started that big place. So if you want freedom and you want a vacation all the time, and then you make your goal to be on television seven days a week, that that's not going to align and you might get that you might work so hard and get those things to happen and 
and actually manifest. And then all of a sudden you're miserable. So we really start with, let's look at all the areas of our life. Let's make sure, make that big vision and make sure our goals align with where you want to end up because that's going to make you truly happy. Is, is, well, what's going to make you truly happy is being happy now. The money comes from happiness, not the other way around. But, um, but putting that goal in alignment with your values and in alignment with your intention of where you want to head. And then let's bring it on back to like, let's say, okay, so to get to that big thing, what do I need to do this year to make that happen? So we kind of bring it, bring it smaller and you come up with the, maybe the one big chunk that needs to happen to get that bigger goal to happen. And then great. So now we're at a year. So this is what our brain, our brain loves systems. So what we do typically, and this is where I think people go wrong, mistake number two is we'll write our goals down and we'll talk about all the stuff we want, but then we never write, these are the steps that are, I'm going to take to get there. And then the second you have resistance, which now you know why you have resistance because your brain's like warning, warning, you know, then you give up and that's because you don't have a, you don't have a plan. So you've got your year, you've figured out what it is. And you really have that one goal. So now we just take and say, okay, what needs to happen in the next 90 days that needs to build toward that goal? And then you come up with that goal. And now all of a sudden your brain's less threatened, first of all. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is, you know, I could do this. And then we just take that one goal and we look, and I really do subscribe to the 12-week year idea. You, you look at that one goal and you're, it's so brain-based. If you say, here's the beginning, here's the end, that's the end of the year. So this goal needs to be achieved in the next 90 days. And there's no like, oh, I'll just push it to the next quarter. No, the, the year ends. It's December 31st in the next you know 90 days. And so what steps do I need to take to, again, we're reverse engineering again, to make sure that 12-week goal happens by the end of that month. And you literally, I do it with post-it notes. You know, it's kind of however you are personally. I like to see it and pull those bad boys off and put them in a jar and like it gives you a dopamine hit, which is a good thing, a positive dopamine hit, right? So just really doing that. And then you look at your goal, which is now broken down into individual steps. And you say, okay, like your brain just relaxes with you and says, oh, well, there it is. I see all the steps. This is not a big threat. And then you just start to take three or four of those every single day, every single day. And, and small ones, big ones, right? I tell everybody, make them 10 to 30 minute, you know, items, make them things. And if it's, if it's a three hour item, break that one down even smaller, because what you don't want to do is hit one of those seasons where you get sick or something's happening or the family, like you were talking about before. And then you just stop cold when that happens within my system, we got to go in and go, okay, see these things that are really kind of light and easy. I'll grab those. And then you just do something lighter and easier, but you still make progress and your brain just loves that. And it just starts to, it's like compounding interest. It really does start to build the momentum to where you don't even have to think about it. You want to do it. Yeah. It takes the pressure off and it puts you in more in control, doesn't it? It does. And it feels like Oh, Shannon, like that's a lot of work, you know, but here's what I want to say to you. Okay. I get it. Like I love there's, I am visionary, like a hundred on the scale of rocket fuel. Okay. So I am the visionary. I could, I could dream all day long. And, but the thing is you could write down that great goal and then walk away feeling great about yourself and not achieve it. Or you could give yourself a 
couple hours to do this, break it down, and absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, know that it's going to be accomplished. That, to me, is the biggest difference. So many people want it. They hope it will happen, but they leave a bridge open to it not happening by not breaking it down. And I want to challenge that thought and just say, no, we want it, but then you've got to pull it down to where you 100% believe that it's going to happen and you, and you destroy the bridge back to hope. <laughs> you know, you actually believe and then take those actionable steps and just watch what you can do in your life. You'll be blown away. You'll be just blown away. I'm blown away by hearing this. That, that's, that's valuable to know. Um, I, I, I think a lot of us do the goal setting thing. We get things down. We've got some big things and then. Yeah. And then we put it up on our wall. Right. And we look at it and it becomes our wall of shame. Right. Because (laughs) we keep looking at it and we're like, yeah, I didn't do that one this year. Uh, Maybe next year. Right. And we're not advocating for that best version of ourselves. Yeah. It's easy to look up and just kind of avoid it. Like, no, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wall of shame. Yeah. I've had a few. Yeah, we don't need that. We that just adds to that limiting story more. And the reality is you can do hard things. You can do things that are gonna get you to that best version of yourself, but you have to commit to doing the daily the daily work behind it. And I I show up every day. My calendar has a block of time. It's during my best time. I always tell my clients, don't don't do what everybody else does. Pick your best two or three hours, wherever that, if it's midnight to 3 a.m., good on you, you know, great. Use that time and, and make that the time that you don't schedule anything else your four things from your post-it notes that are going to get your goal done. It's amazing what that does. I can tell you chemically what happens in your brain, but it's like, just think of it as compound interest. Your brain just loves that. And then it just wants more of that and more of that and more of that. And then it's wanting more of what you want versus wanting more of the thing, the very thing you don't. So it's, it's a beautiful way to work with the way you're wired and then truly step up to the best version of who you are. Oh man, this is so awesome. Well, I can't wait to get this out here. I know a lot of people are going to love it. The response will be great. Are there any things, any projects, any things that you, do you have a book? I know you've got the Epic Success, the Dr. Shannon Irvin mm-hmm. podcast. Um, any other things that people may want to know about or tap into to uh, learn more about you or the things that you've, you're helping your clients with? I love it. So always on the socials. I'm always serving there at Dr. Shannon Irvin. Um, if it's all right with you, Perry, if not, you can edit this out. But um, one of the things that I love starting people with is, you know, just getting their toe in the water in terms of removing these limiting beliefs. Because all this stuff that we talked about is great, but if those limiting beliefs stay there, it's going to keep you stalled out. So I have what's called a brain priming. It's an audio that you just listen to in the morning and nights, five minutes. It's super easy. Uh, we do know that the subconscious is more available to us, like right when we wake up and right before we go to sleep. And interestingly, right after you work out, who knew? But it's an area where our defenses are down and so our subconscious is more accessible. And this is just an audio that really speaks to removing the beliefs that a lot of us hold and that are holding a lot of us back. And uh, I've had a lot of people come up to me. I was just at an event and just saying, Oh my gosh, like it's a game changer. And it's eventually, you you know, you take the next steps from there, but it's something that if somebody's like, I want to do this, but I don't even know where to get started. That is the perfect place. You can just pop your earbuds in and listen passively and start to reprogram the thinking around those negative beliefs. 
Love it. So how would somebody get that? So we'll give you the link so you can put it in the show notes. If pop that's it in the show okay. okay. Yeah, we'll pop it in the show notes. And then uh, I would just love it if your tribe decides to listen to them to just tag me on socials and, and let me know that. That'd be fun. That's awesome. Dr. Shannon, thanks so much for taking the time sharing these awesome insights that I was like, gosh, I hope we can dig into this stuff. And we did. It's yeah. really cool. I'm sure it's just scratching the surface of the stuff with the potential, but obviously a very powerful foundation for what uh, people can do, whether it's working on their, in any area of life, any I'm sure. Life. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of fun. Uh, thanks so much. Welcome. Wasn't that awesome? I, I learned so much. Uh, I, as I'm going through the podcast here, I'm taking down notes from this amazing lady. I can't wait to dig into that audio. As we said, we'll put things into the show notes, a link directly to that audio so you can, you can use it. And if you found great value from, from what you you know, the tips that you got here today and even that audio, uh, be sure to tag Dr. Shannon Irvin on social. Email me, perrytinsley at gmail.com and let me know how it goes for you and if it what what area of life, if not all areas, that it may be helping and that you've, you've set into motion and put some of these uh, neuro, neuro achievements and, and uh, neuro uh, hacks into practice. I so appreciate you for coming on here, being a subscriber, and just know this podcast comes in audio version and video. I know a lot of times people watch the video, but if you want to just listen in your car, you can download the audio version, have it right there that you can listen that way or wherever you're on the go. Really, really appreciate you. And that's all I have for this week. As always, remember, it's it's never never too late. late. (laughs) We'll see you next week, guys.